0: And now for Radiant Talk, a podcast considering all aspects of health and wellness and how these issues affect the human experience. Join Dr. Amy Coopersmith, DMP, author of Dr. Amy's Guide to Weight Loss and Wellness, and the owner of Amethyst Wellness in Palm Coast, Florida, along with her husband, Gerald Coopersmith, A-P-R-N-C-C-H-T, owner of Flagler Hypnotherapy. Meet their guests each week as they discuss topics such as traditional medicine, Asian medicine, alternative therapies, acupuncture, wellness and aesthetics, hypnotherapy, and much more. Radiance from the Inside Out.
1: And now for another episode of Radiant Talk. My name is Jerry Coopersmith, owner of Flagler Hypnotherapy, and I am here with my wife, Dr. Amy Coopersmith, the owner of Amethyst Wellness, and our topic for today, cosmetic injectables. Welcome, Amy.
2: Thanks, Jerry. Um, This is one of my favorite topics. I love administering injectables, and we're going to talk about the ins and outs of what we can do and what we can't do, um, and why it may be the right choice for you.
1: Absolutely, and for someone like me the first question has to be what are cosmetic injectables in the first place?
2: Right, so we'll start with Botox. So most people have at least heard of Botox and what it is is botulinum toxin and how it works is it relaxes muscles. So wrinkles in the face are formed by contraction of small muscles and when we target those particular muscles we can use Botox, we inject it directly into the muscle and weaken. The muscle and then it doesn't contract anymore and therefore we don't get the frown lines in between the eyebrows and we can lessen crow's feet and forehead lines those are the most common areas to use it though we can use it in other places as well
1: and what's the result i mean if i have like for somebody like myself if i wanted to uh to get botox or i'm contemplating what can it do for somebody
2: Right, so Botox works on dynamic wrinkles. So when you smile, um, most people, we're a very selfie, um, popular generation right now. Mm -hmm. So we take lots of pictures and we see them right away and we say, oh, I don't like that. Um, So if there's something, you know, like the lines between the eyes, we can so easily minimize that. Mm -hmm. Now it is important to note if, you know, over time, those wrinkles can make more permanent lines. So if that line is present when you're not contracting your muscles, Botox will help soften it, but we may need to use something else like fillers, which we'll talk about
1: in a minute. And why would I want to get rid of these lines? I mean, what what can that do for my appearance?
2: Um, Well, we associate fewer wrinkles with youthfulness, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's it's such a individual thing because you know sometimes a little bit of a a crow's feet, little crinkle, Mm -hmm. can be quite attractive. Um, But everybody's different, so I have some clients that say they don't want. Any wrinkles any movement in the face and so for those clients you, you know I adjust the therapy based on what my client tells me so other people and most of my clients just want a more natural softened look and so we can use just a little bit of Botox to to, to soften the expression a lot of people yeah. say that they look angry or people say what's wrong and they're they're not angry they're just they've developed these frown lines so we yeah. can soften that and they they don't look angry anymore
1: yeah, definitely. And and the, that's why it's really important to have a practitioner who knows what they're doing and somebody almost like an artist, to be honest with you, you, you know, to get the right, look.
2: To. Right. When I consult with someone, I'm actually envisioning the muscles underneath the skin, not to get gross or anything, but <laughs> I'm envisioning what's causing the wrinkle so that I can appropriately treat it. Um, we all have the same muscles, but they don't all look the same underneath. They're not always the same shape or the same size. So I usually have someone make some facial expressions, and I'll actually watch people as they talk to me and see, you know, um, which muscles are moving and causing the wrinkles, and then I can make recommendations at that time. Right. How long does it last? Botox lasts on average three months. Um, Most people... If I have someone who gets the Botox every three months that will weaken the muscle over time so some of my um, more mature clients that have been doing this for a while they can get four months out of it or maybe they don't require quite as much of the product to start with but when you have really strong big muscles, um, making those frown lines, it's gonna take a bit of Botox to to make that go away. Um, But we can do it, it's just a a process, which I usually explain during consult.
1: And then the question for men, uh, is it painful?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Um, So Botox is, it is injections, and we use really tiny needles to to minimize any pain. Um, You know, it stings a little bit, uh, just for a few seconds, um, and then there's nothing. Um, Sometimes directly after the injections, you'll see little tiny red dots where I put the Botox. Um, That lasts about 10 minutes, so usually by the time you leave the office, that's gone. Um, Though it is possible to bruise, Um, Especially when we do the sides of the eyes, there are a lot of blood vessels there, small blood vessels. So, if you know, we might make a little bruise, it's you can put makeup over it, it's not a disfiguring thing. I just always warn people that you could get a bruise from this,
1: right? So, do you ever have any recommendations as far as aspirin or anything like that before? Or fish oil,
2: or right? If you're doing these things electively, um, certainly stopping your fish oil, um, vitamin E, aspirin. that can help them minimize bruising. Also eating pineapple before treatment can help decrease bruising. Really? Yeah, and um, we use arnica, mm-hmm. a topical natural agent that can help after, which helps with bruising. I will say, though, that if somebody's on a blood thinner for medical reasons, right. that I'd prefer they not stop it because they're on it You know, usually to prevent a clot in the heart or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll deal with whatever bruising happens. Um, Definitely
1: checking with your doctor. Absolutely, if any
2: medical need for a blood thinner probably needs to be continued.
1: Well, what what are the side effects?
2: Um, Well, we talked about the redness and possible bruising. The only major, and I say major, but Botox wears off in three months. But Mm -hmm. if the Botox went into a muscle I didn't intend, you you could get something like an eye droop, or you could have, you know something unintended Um, we're very careful about where we put it to minimize that but everyone's anatomy is different and it is possible but worst case for three months you have a result you're not thrilled with Mm -hmm. usually any um, unintended side effects wear off before that Probably the biggest cosmetic um, side effect I've seen is maybe an arched eyebrow. You know, one eyebrow is more arched than the other. Right. But the good news is I can fix that so yes. easily. Yes. And I always tell my clients, if that happens, just come back and it takes one extra unit of Botox. And I've it. seen
1: you do that yeah. time and time. Yeah. You know, again, when it does something does happen and the client is just not happy, it's something you fix and then oh, yeah. they come out looking great. And, and it's so easy. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and the advantage is too. You know something? Like for folks in suits, in suits. I'm sorry, for folks in sales, right. not in suits. Yeah. Uh, it's so important. They'll spend so much money on their clothing and to try to look younger, to try to look healthier, to try to look right. this way uh, because they're up against other folks in, in this in sales. And the one thing they don't do is work on things like this, things that can be corrected right. to give them that edge.
2: I think people in, in sales and other um, industries where they don't necessarily want their thoughts to be known, they like Botox because, so their face doesn't give away mm. what, they're, what they're thinking. Um, so they can kind of have a poker face, if you will.
1: So folks, that might fall into that. Pol- politicians, politicians and lawyers. <laughs>
2: right.
1: <laughs> where it's very important to look your best. You right. know, for, for everything. So, so I, I can see the... And, and we've the talked balance. a lot about,
2: you know, outward appearance, looking your best, but it really is about feeling your best. Yeah. So I have so many people that, you know, when they see those pictures of themselves, they are so right. self-conscious about it. And it's something that we can easily fix and increase someone's confidence. And when you feel better about yourself, you act differently. You're more Absolutely. confident. You can speak let's say you're a public speaker you just present yourself differently yeah. so i really enjoyed that aspect of it is just helping somebody feel better
1: and that's something too when people come into our clinic and i know in every episode you and i have discussed this where okay how does hypnotherapy and uh aesthetics how do right. they work together it's looking at the whole person because if you like what you see when you look in the mirror that has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself right. and doing the doing the other work so I think they go hand in hand
2: right and if you don't feel good on the inside it doesn't matter what I do to the outside you're still not going to be happy so we we talk about that too um, you know there I, I see a lot of people and you know sometimes I'm like you're not happy let's talk about why mm-hmm. um, And a lot of times it's you know looking at it from another perspective
1: right right definitely goes together So, okay, I've heard some places dilute their Botox. What does this mean?
2: Okay, first of all, all Botox is diluted, but I choose the word reconstituted because it comes in a little vial with powder. So we have to add a dilutant to it to administer it. Now, the manufacturer recommends using two and a half milliliters of saline to dilute, to reconstitute your Botox. Um, and that's what we do at amethyst wellness most of the time it is a very um provider dependent thing though there are some providers that use 4 mLs, and and the audience doesn't really need to know that part of it just know that all botox has to be reconstituted i think when people are referring to diluted botox they're perhaps not being given the amount that they're being told um, we Price our Botox by the unit, so it really doesn't matter how I reconstitute mm-hmm. it. I'm giving you a set uh, a set number of units, whereas other places might charge by the area, right. um, and maybe they're not quite giving you what you think. Um, so I'd say just go to somebody who's reputable. Um, and I don't want to, and I I don't down you know talk bad about any other people that do this, but I would say that if a price is really really good, really cheap. You really want, and it's not someone you know. You really want to look into what they're doing and where their product came from.
1: You know and that brings up when I drive down like I-4 in right. particular. I know I've I've seen uh, billboards up up there for really cheap Botox, and I think if I were going to have somebody work on my face, number one. I want the best result. I don't care how many units right. necessarily that they're using. I want them to be able to evaluate my whole face and tell me honestly what I need. You have to trust your practitioner, right. and that's and to, to me that would be huge. So, uh,
2: okay, what about Disport?
1: What is okay. that?
2: Yeah, so Disport is another brand of botulinum, and it's a slightly different formulation. Um, Most of my clients prefer Botox, um, so it's what I work with the most. We do carry Dysport because occasionally I do get somebody who prefers that. Um, Dysport tends to kick in a little quicker, but we find that the effects aren't as robust, so they may be, you know, they'll soften lines, but not as much as Botox does. It's really a personal preference. Like, do I prefer mm-hmm. Kleenex versus puffs tissues, right, you know? Right. Um, but because most of my clients like Botox, that's what we work with
1: the most. That's the one that people know because yeah. they've got the Well, they're,
2: they've got a great advertising campaign. But it is a great product, and I really am comfortable with that mm-hmm. manufacturer. Um, we use a lot of their products.
1: Absolutely. So, very good. What we're going to do now, let's go ahead and take a break because I want to come back and talk about... A topic that I have no knowledge about, and that is fillers. All right. And see if you can we'll clear, see you in a minute. clear us up. Okay, we'll be right back with Radiant Talk after these messages.
2: This is Dr. Amy with Amethyst Wellness. Amethyst Wellness was founded in 2015 to promote health and wellness. Our preventive health services include nutrition and lifestyle management, bioidentical hormone replacement, IV nutrition therapy, and more. Because we know that optimal wellness includes looking and feeling your best, we also offer aesthetic services like Botox, cosmetic fillers, laser hair removal, and sculpture non-invasive body contouring. Learn more at amethystwellness.com. Amethyst Wellness, promoting radiance from the inside out.
1: Okay, and we're back now uh, with a the- Uh, second part of Radiant Talk, and I'm here speaking with my wife, Dr. Amy Coopersmith, owner of Amethyst Wellness, and she's been talking to us so far about Botox, and now we're going to switch gears just a little bit because I have a personal confusion about the difference between Botox and cosmetic fillers. What are cosmetic fillers?
2: Okay, so fillers fill things, um, as their name implies. So this is... Our Juvederm products, um, Voluma, we use some Restylane as well. Um, So we choose fillers. They're made with hyaluronic acid. There are different formulations that we might choose depending on which area of the face I'm Mm -hmm. treating and what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, For example, um, we use a lot of Voluma. It's a Juvederm product. And Voluma is a lifter. It's a really robust um, formulation of filler. And we use it in the cheeks. Um, we use it to lift. Um, it's wonderful for rebuilding. I, I like to go along the cheekbone and just kind of rebuild what was lost. Um, we should mention yeah, yeah. fillers We lost. Okay, let me backtrack for a minute. So some wrinkles are caused by loss of volume, loss of bone, and loss of muscle, which happens as we get older. So what happens is the structures in the face will become smaller and that skin will then become looser and start hanging down. And then we get folds in between the nose and the mouth, we get sunken cheeks, Um, our lips get smaller. Um, So all those things we can correct with fillers. Now it's important to note that fillers, when done properly, we can create a nice natural um, radiance, a nice natural enhancement.
1: So you're saying as I get older, the bones in my face start to get smaller? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. And so so that can aid, that can lend to me looking older.
2: Absolutely. Okay. That's yeah. interesting.
1: That's interesting. I heard your face starts to fall down, right? Is that <laughs> what you Pretty much. Saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you can correct that using these fillers. We can
2: improve it. Now, can, okay. Now, that's an important point is having fillers is not like having a facelift. If okay. there is a lot of skin, let's say somebody has had a, a lot of weight loss, um, and just Sometimes genetically, some of us are more prone to be having looser skin. Sometimes you know, we do refer out to a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. And so fillers are definitely an alternative to surgery and it can be fairly easy, nice, natural, but it's not like having surgery. So it's really important to have realistic expectations going mm-hmm. in um, so that we're happy with our results. With that said, we can do some really amazing things with fillers. Right, right.
1: So there's limitations to what you can do. Absolutely. If you had Shemp from the Three Stooges <laughs> or a Marky Mark walk into your office, well, now,
2: I could do a little more with Marky Mark. A little but... more with okay, Shemp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with somebody like that, he's probably going to be heading right. off to the plastic surgeon. Right,
2: but some people, I mean, having a facelift is a really big deal. So some people don't want that. Regardless. Right, because that's major surgery. Exactly. So. So, yes, there are things we can do, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we can maybe make you look more youthful. Um, What I really enjoy doing is if we have a a picture, let's say, from 10 years ago of the same person and I can say, okay, And, and we can try to kind of make you look a little more like that. And we're not changing how you look. We're just kind of you know, helping you look like you did a few years ago. And most people are really happy with that. So it would be in
1: my best interest, me coming in not knowing anything about this, it would be in my best interest to show you, maybe bring a picture with me, but then have you evaluate my entire face. Right. Instead of, I have an idea, like I may have a line or something like that that I don't like, Mm -hmm. but it may not be, the cause may not be what I think it is.
2: Right. A common example is the nasolabial folds, that um, area between the nose and the mouth, that can become very deep, and so someone will come in and say, I hate these lines, I want them filled. And yes, I can directly fill them, and I, and I might, but they're being caused by the loss of volume in the cheeks. So sometimes if we correct the cheeks first, then that minimizes those lines. But in, And I'll give you a treatment plan as well, because the best results might be cheeks and nasolabial folds. And doesn't necessarily have to be done in the same visit, but I will say you would be happiest with this um, treatment plan,
1: right? And are you, uh, again, another guy question? Are you numbing people up before you do this? Because I, it just, you know, it's an injection,
2: right? Right. So fillers are a little more uncomfortable than Botox. So we do use a topical um, numbing agent, um, which helps take the edge off. Now the good news is the product also has lidocaine in it, so that's Mm -hmm. a numbing agent itself. So as we proceed, like as I go through the procedure, it hurts less over time and things just get numb. And how
1: long do the fillers
2: last? I don't know if you It depends on the formulation. Um, regular Juvederm lasts up to a year. Right. But Voluma can last up to two years. So, and that's the one we use in the cheeks, which is one of my favorite things to do. I think you right. get you get longevity out of it and it can just correct a lot of things um, by re-emphasizing that area. Now I do want to point out, I. A lot of people are afraid of cheek fillers because of what we see on TV. And what they are that's not what we do. Um, there's a lot of unnatural-looking cheek filler yeah. that's happening mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And it, to me, that does not look good. And most of my clients don't want that. Right. And so I definitely will listen to you and what what my client thinks looks good. But I will also tell you what, what I think looks good. And we do a very natural enhancement of the cheeks. So it just looks like... You know, I did a couple of years ago. We're we're not creating these big apples in the cheeks. that Right, yeah.
1: right. And for me, as a guy, I notice women's lips a yes. lot. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so you know, like I know out there now, so the Kardashians, folks like that, have these yes. big lips. Tell us about that. Sure. Like, and what do you use in the lips? You know, oh, to and that to absolutely
2: finish. depends on my client. So that's another um, point. We're having a picture of lips that you think look good. Um, with somebody maybe that has a similar shaped mouth as you, um, I always ask people to show me a picture of lips that they find attractive, because what I think looks good and what you think looks good might be different. Right. Also, you know, it's subjective. If somebody says I want a little bit of lip enhancement, mm-hmm. I'll say show me. And sometimes what the picture they show me is not right. a little it's bit. It's not a yeah. little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: And so that helps me choose which product we use. Right. So I have some more mature ladies that they've lost volume in their lips, and they're getting the lines around their lips, and it's from volume loss. And I tell them that correcting that volume loss will actually help the lines around the lips. But they don't want big lips, so we have a very thin product that we use, and I I do quite a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that's called Vobella, and it works really nice. It just enhances the lips slightly. It's very subtle. Um, Nobody would necessarily know that you've had your lips done unless you want them to know. Then I have other ladies that want lips. And Mm -hmm. so then we'll Mm -hmm. choose, you know, a more robust formulation. We'll use a Juvederm. It might take a couple sessions to get the lips they want. And so, you know, usually we just do one syringe at a time because lips swell quite a bit during the procedure. Um, But, and then I'll have people come back until we get the the look they're that they want
1: you know as you're talking this is really letting me know that this is the work of an artist if uh, somebody has to be able to see and picture the anatomy and understand uh, the muscles right. underneath and understand no have an intimate knowledge of the products it's not just I got my hands on some Botox or fillers and now right. I'm going to inject into your right. face. Uh, that's... so
2: our providers go to extensive training so that we can be the very very best possible um, you know and it, it is a it's an art. It's a subjective thing, but it's about us understanding what our clients want and mm-hmm. understanding how to give them what they want. Yeah. Um, but um, just know that when you come to Amethyst Wellness, anyone who injects you is going to be very well trained.
1: Every bit is much more so than even when you find your favorite hairdresser. And I know sometimes right. women go searching for hairdressers for right. years before they find that right person. Right. It's the same thing here. So you know, very interesting. I didn't realize there was this much in- into it. So that's great. Uh, you. What are side effects right. of the cosmetic fillers?
2: Yes, yeah, so definitely bruising is possible, um, swelling. And sometimes the fillers can be a little bit lumpy, especially for the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That usually resolves completely. Um, but you know it involves needles and there's going to be some swelling so we have to plan these things around life events um, for sure um, so that in and sometimes you don't bruise but I always say plan for a bruise that way we can deal with it Um, so most of the time that's it but you know as it is an art there could be uneven results Mm -hmm. but again we can fix that there's a very rare complication where, you know, if it's a filler and we're putting a filler into these areas and if the filler were to hit a blood vessel, that could be a very serious complication um, that we're trained to, to deal with. We have a dissolving agent in the office, but it's another reason why it's really important to go to somebody who's trained because if you do have, you know, and it could happen to anyone, if you do have a serious complication, you want to make sure that whoever's injecting you can handle it
1: okay so now i'm going to give you some scenarios okay i am getting ready for a really big job interview i am up against people let's face it who are younger than me okay and i need to look my best right okay basically walk me through the process i come into you and i bring you a picture of robert redford
2: <laughs> and, now or back then
1: <laughs> right no back, back when he looked really really good okay. and so some of the things you would do to evaluate uh me to to help but it...
2: right so we start with when you come in for a consultation we actually give you a form and we ask you mm-hmm. what's bothering you right but then I could go in and tell you what I can realistically do, and it depends on the time we have before your interview and your budget mm-hmm. as well, because the fillers are, are great, but they can be costly. Right. So the good news is they last a long time, mm-hmm. but you know it is something you know your your expectations have to match these other things as well.
1: So I've got an interview tomorrow.
2: Okay, then we're not doing a thing. <laughs> we're
1: not doing a thing, and why? That's the thing I was right. getting at, because how like how much time lead time do I need right. for this stuff? Because I'll be bruised or, or something. Right.
2: Or- so for Botox, it takes at least a week to kick in. Okay. I say do it two weeks before. That way if you do have any sort of uneven results, we have time to fix it. Mm-hmm. Fillers, I say give it at least a month, because okay. you're going to have bruising you could have bruising and swelling and then if for some reason you don't like it we have time Right. Um, you don't want to be you know get fillers one week before a big event and I can't do anything for you you know if, if you don't like it now we're very careful again mm. but you know always anticipate that you could have that sort of response and Then we'll be okay.
1: Yeah, I was going to give you another scenario that okay, I'm a mother of a bride. Yeah, and I was and I was thinking in my mind, boy, you need a lot of work if you're the
2: mother of the the bride. No, no, Um, I actually encounter that quite a bit Uh um, with the clients who come to see me, and yeah the more time we have the better in the fillers last for a year so you know we can start maybe six months before so that we can get the look that that you want Because it's a big deal to be a mother of a bride right yeah right. and and there are gonna be lots of pictures that you'll have forever so absolutely we do that quite a bit and it's just about making my my clients feel better and more confident and so that they can enjoy the day to the fullest
1: okay very good so I I think I've learned a lot so if I want different areas, different muscles to not move as much, I would be going for Botox.
2: Right. And so the way it might be perceived is if I have wrinkles that happen when I make um, facial expressions, I want Botox. If I have deep folds or, you know, kind of a sunken appearance or I want fuller lips, then I Mm -hmm. need fillers.
1: Okay. And that that makes it uh, a lot more clear for me, actually.
2: And then we have a whole line of non-invasive things that we can do to enhance... um, what we've done so far so and that's another that's a topic for <laughs> that's another, another day topic. but you know for somebody that doesn't want needles it doesn't want something invasive we have a whole line of of non-invasive things that we can do as well okay. as we do cater to everyone
1: very good so overall message getting ready to close down another effort episode of a radiant talk what would you like to tell folks? How can they get a hold of you? How do they get the process started?
2: Oh absolutely. Consultations are always free. So give us a call. We're at 386-283-4180. Check out our website at amethystwellness.com and come meet me and I can I can give you a, a treatment plan and we can go from there.
1: Very good. Very good. And once again, Amy, thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you, everyone,
2: me. for listening today.
1: Definitely. And that's another episode of Radiant Talk. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Amy, and thanks to all of you. We look forward to seeing you soon. Take care.
0: This has been Radiant Talk, a production of Amethyst Wellness LLC, all rights reserved. Any duplication is strictly prohibited except with expressed written consent from Amethyst Wellness or their representatives. The opinions expressed on this program are in no way a replacement for good sound medical advice. Before implementing any of the strategies presented on this podcast by our host or their guests, we encourage you to discuss them with a licensed medical provider. If you are in the Palm Coast, Florida area and would like to schedule an appointment, call 386-283-4180 or visit us at amethystwellness.com. For comments and ideas for future episodes, visit us on Facebook and join the conversation. For full transcripts, liner notes of our broadcast, go to amethystwellness.com. Broadcast is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play.